1: Oh hello there and happy holidays! If you're like me, your mailbox and inbox are beginning to fill with the obligatory year-end updates from family and friends. Exotic vacations, fulfilling careers, the accomplishments of so many perfect children. Ah, tis the season. And so we've collected a few Christmas newsletters for some festive fun. Names and locations have been changed, of course, because if there is one thing I have learned in all my years, it's that there's always room to read between the lines and chances are it's a wonderful lie
2: welcome to it's a wonderful lie everyone i'm ashley flowers with holly laurent
3: i'm wishing you all a white christmas
2: and greg Hess.
3: here
4: we are again i can't wait
2: Yeah, I've got a good one for you today. Actually, this one we're taking on the road. A little bit of an interesting twist. And the person in our story actually kind of gets like a surprise pet, which like, I don't know. Have you guys, maybe you guys had a different childhood than I did. Like I always dreamed of like waking up on Christmas morning to like the puppy in a box.
4: Totally.
3: (laughs) Did you guys ever get a pet for Christmas? The kitten in the stock. Actually, yes. (gasps) Really? One Christmas morning. We all come down and my brothers and sisters are opening up all their presents and I can't find any presents under the tree with my name. And I was like traumatized. I was like staring at my mom and dad like they don't love me and nobody said Wait, anything. how old are you at this point?
2: I was 12. And like, did you believe in Santa? I wasn't allowed to believe in Santa. You weren't ever? No. You always knew the truth? No, 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 no. Oh, no. Yeah. That's probably because healthy. Santa, if you rearrange the letters, spells Satan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: it definitely was because my parents were like very religious, and they were like, "We can't have you thinking Santa's real and the Easter Bunny's real, and then you're gonna think Jesus isn't real." We ended up in a weird place. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you
2: can kind of okay, follow so, their logic. So you're twelve. Cuts. So it's not like you think you didn't think Santa like stiffed you. You like knew it was no, your parents. I knew it was my parents. And everyone, they were like,
3: "Get your winter coats on. Get in the car. We're going to Grandma and Grandpa's." And I wouldn't speak to anyone. I was like, "Haram." <gasps> I was so mad I mean I was devastated I was like I mean I get it but I didn't say anything I don't know why I just like clammed up and I like and I was so mad and we got in the car and we're driving to my grandma and grandpa's house and we were driving by this like idyllic little red barn on a oh out on a like cornfield. driving by this farm and my parents were like Holly look there's horses horses have always been my favorite animal I would always take horseback riding at summer camp and everything and they were like look at horses and I was like I don't care (laughs) so mad and hurt and then they pulled into this long driveway and started driving towards this barn and they were like Holly look there's a horse outside the barn why don't you go pet the horse and I was like no I don't want to And they were like, "Look, oh, you're the, the kid that Everyone
4: <laughs> dreams of I, the I'm horses.
3: already
2: like getting envious and like mad. I like like you less than I did at the beginning of this recording. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and they're like, "Look, the horse is coming toward the car. Holly, go pet it. You love horses." And I was like, "I don't want to. I'm not in the mood." And th- this is how dense I am. And they're like, "Look, it has a big red bow around its neck. You should <laughs> it says go pet to it." Holly. <laughs> <laughs> and they drag me out of the station wagon. They pull me up to the horse, and I'm petting it. And I'm just like, mm. uh, "The damage was done. I was already." like so sad and I am petting the horse's neck and I'm looking at the bow around its neck and in the center of the bow it just says Merry Christmas Holly and I was in such shock they're taking pictures and and to this day I've shown Greg the pictures I I, I didn't smile one single time I was in such shock I was like I'm 12 years old I just went from the most devastated I've ever been to thinking my parents don't love me to all of my dreams coming true in one moment and They were like, now this is a very special horse because it's almost 21 years old, which means it's very wise and gentle. And I was like, okay. And they were like, and if you noticed that its eyes are cloudy, it's because it has these cataracts that means it can't see anything, but that is better because it will never disobey you. You can still ride it and it'll always obey your instructions because it doesn't want to like walk right into a wall. And I was like, yeah, blind horses are better. <laughs> and we took some pictures. I rode it around in a circle. We got in the car, went to my grandma and grandpa's house. Long
2: story short, I never saw that horse again. Wait. I think it died. <laughs> Wait, I, I think I just went on a similar roller coaster that you did. Like, I was envious. I hated you. I was eye rolling the whole time through this story because you were that bee who got a pony for Christmas. <laughs> but they gave you an old pony that was about to die. An old blind horse that died. I don't
4: think they even gave it to you. I think they just said, a this on is it. Your- yeah, I think that is the yeah. case. I knew
2: no one would be at the stable on Christmas Day. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And for weeks after Christmas, I'd be like, Can we go see
3: my horse? And they'd be like, Maybe another day, Holly. And then finally, <laughs> I never saw it again. And finally they were
2: like, Holly, we have bad news. Dude, and this it was like <laughs> this is every parent's out. You just it's like true. slap a bow on a horse, you have no idea who it is, and just never come back.
4: Parents take note. <laughs> this is a good <laughs> I, plan.
2: That was just a horse in a field. There's
4: <laughs> it no just, way I can
2: <laughs> it didn't even belong to anyone. <laughs> This horse is like, all right. Well, there's
4: no way I can top that story.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, Greg, I think we're done. I think we just need to jump into this letter and, uh, <laughs> and learn about the pet that our letter writer got that was not a pony.
0: <laughs> it's a wonderful lie.
2: Dear friends and family. 2020 was not what we expected, but that doesn't mean we can't still uphold tradition. So here is my annual Christmas letter, which I hope finds you well. As many of you know, I concluded a 41-year teaching career in May of 2019 at Silver Lake High School. My present to myself was purchasing a lightly used 2016 Forest River Sunseeker, an RV last (laughs) Christmas with the plan of spending 2020 traveling the country and visiting friends.
3: Man, that is a real drag. After 41 years, she retires and then there's a
2: global pandemic. I know. (laughs) Poor thing. (laughs) Well, COVID-19 had other thoughts. I was halfway to the Grand Canyon when the pandemic hit, I had just spent two rainy nights in the Mark Twain National Forest in Missouri, an experience made infinitely better by the company of Jim and Barbara Bolingbroke, my campsite neighbors.
4: Excellent. You know, there is something about the RV culture that you do have to kind of love. Yeah, I love it. You just roll up into a campsite. You meet another couple. You're suddenly friends. This is cool.
3: Collecting magnets all over the country. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I would thrive.
2: <laughs> I know. I would have so totally. much fun. I'd be like, where to party people at? I got an <laughs> RV full of vino. Jim was a godsend helping me with a tricky sewer hookup my first night.
3: Ooh, no. nasty.
2: <laughs> Sorry, Jim. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry about the storm, Jim. feel like we're true friends now. He's a retired history teacher and Barbara taught AP biology for 30 years, so we had plenty 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 to talk about.
4: Oh, these are three people that just basically returned from war, and they're just swapping (laughs) tales.
2: All three of us were troubled by what we were reading in the news, and I was getting frequent text messages from my thoughtful niece, Maureen, imploring me to return home. Anyway, the next morning I packed up my things, said farewell to Jim and Barbara, and started the drive back to Pembroke. Oh, you know, we're forfeiting the trip.
4: I know, but we're all marine. I mean, I feel like this pandemic has like totally turned the tables where I don't know if if you're like this, Ashley, but all I do is text my parents like I'm a worried parent to make sure that they're doing all the things yeah, that they should be out. doing. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, and they're like, We're fine. I'm like, Yeah, but you have to take this seriously. Yeah, do you
3: understand how the mask works? Like, like chin in over no. Finally, you know, I realized like, what they were going
4: through <laughs> for years. Yeah,
3: maybe this is like preparing all of us without kids. Four kids. I right, know. Right. But I love how when she was talking about how the three of them were sitting around the campfire at the RV park, troubled by the news coming in. Like, Remember those early days when you were like, no. we didn't really know how it worked, what it was. Yeah. Like, Greg and I had tickets to a, a, a music show at The Forum, which is like thousands and thousands and thousands of people in LA. Right. This was like in early March. And we were like, well, well should we go to the show? <gasps> we really wanted to go to the show. It was like, the tickets were my Christmas present. And we were oh. like, Okay, we'll go a little late so that we don't stand in lines. So this was our this was our cure. Yeah, it was and, so and stupid. I had, you know those rubber gloves you wear in the kitchen when you wash dishes. <laughs> no, I can't. I yeah. was like, we'll take our the kitchen rubber gloves. So we're both wearing these huge yellow kitchen gloves. We went uh-huh.
4: late with rubber gloves on.
3: To thousands of people at the forum. <laughs> and we Wait, went did to- you have a mask? No, no, that, that was before they were That like was the before they were, were, were just tape.
4: like, nobody was wearing a mess. It was like before they were like, yeah, it, it, you could get it from surfaces. Yeah. And so we were just like, yeah, we'll wear gloves. It'll be fine. We'll kind of go late and we'll leave early.
3: We went and stood with thousands of people all like singing and laughing with a respiratory <laughs> illness, wearing kitchen gloves. Do you
2: guys have a, a picture of you with these gloves <laughs> no, on?
4: <laughs> no, I'm so glad we don't. <laughs>
2: For the next few months, I stared at my Google calendar in resentment, watching all the dates I had reserved for Moab and Zion and Glacier whoosh by. In early summer, I decided to take matters into my own hands. I thought, I'm not making payments on the Sunseeker just so she can sit in the driveway.
4: Oh, she's busting out.
2: She's a she. What do you think her Sunseeker's name is? Oh, Esmeralda. (laughs) Esmeralda, (laughs) me and Esmeralda. Plus, I was sick of dragging the step louder out of the garage once a week to clear off the branches and bird feces that were forever collecting on her roof. I'm sorry if that's too much information, but my front yard has been absolutely infested with blue jays ever since my neighbor, you know which one, put up one of those open tray bird feeders by her kitchen window.
4: This is great.
2: All my nearest and dearest know that I've been fighting with Diane for decades. (laughs) (laughs) If you must buy a bird feeder, make sure it's one. (laughs) We're still going, you guys. If you must buy a bird feeder, make sure it's one with a small opening. Otherwise, you'll be absolutely overrun with blue jays and cardinals, not to mention the squirrels. I have emailed her links to several better bird feeders, but so far she hasn't seemed to take the hint.
4: And if you must have a neighbor, get one that's not Diane. Get someone who's a little bit more considerate.
3: I love that passive-aggressive, like, I keep sending her links to bird feeders. Yeah, we're not actually having a conversation. Like, Diane probably has
2: no idea that this is, like, a problem for her. Diane's like, I have a bird feeder. That tray right in front of my kitchen window. (laughs) Anyway, I put a stop to my mail, canceled cable, set some timers on my living room lamps, packed up my bags, locked up the house, and drove away the next morning. I didn't have a clear plan about where I was going, but the nice thing about an RV is you don't have to worry about hotel reservations.
4: She's hitting the road. I love this. If you're going to travel right now, an RV is a pretty safe way to do it. I
2: know. I want an RV. Yeah, she really didn't need to like cancel her trip in the first place. Like, I know. That's like right. Best way to well, isolate. You just can't meet your neighbors.
4: But we're kind of on her side because we didn't know how it spread either. So like, <laughs> she's just get, just grab a pair of rubber gloves. She'll be fine. <laughs>
2: she drove all the way back home in kitchen gloves, being like, oh, this, I don't want to touch nothing. <laughs> the first night. I parked in a Walmart parking lot in Hamilton Township, New Jersey. Oh no! The open road at last.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, it's not quite Zion National Park, but
2: not yet. You got it. I had loaded up on Instacart before I left, so the Sunseeker had a well-stocked pantry. I ate a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) It makes the newsletter. Drank a glass of Pinot and watched two episodes of Yellowstone on my iPad.
4: (laughs) Honestly, I can't. uh, This is kind of my perfect night. If you really want to be honest, like watching westerns and eating PB and J and drinking cheap wine, Mm -hmm. yeah, in a
3: Walmart parking lot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's back there, like gazing at Kevin Costner's like cowboy face. Meanwhile, some like drug dealer in the Walmart parking lot is like hanging panties <laughs> on her side mirrors. Isn't that a thing? Hanging like, panties, what? like in truck stops, like when trucks go to truck stops and sleep. Like if there are panties hanging from your side mirrors, how do you know this? <laughs> what are you talking about? You... Do I know this?
4: What are you talking about? Wait, what is
3: like... a panty in the side mirror supposed to mean? I think it's like the a sex worker. I'm sorry. Can
4: we cut? Can we cut here? I have to have a conversation with word Holly. Word on the
3: street is word on the street is that like I think it's sex workers. Or no, if you want a sex worker to come into the cab of your truck uh-huh. of your 18-wheeler, uh-huh. you hang underpants on your side the mirror. But like you or hang something.
4: you hang your own underpants That's my or question. you hang. So do you have to? So so you as a trucker have to go to Walmart and buy some women's underwear the to pants. then hang. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I'm not sure about the like exact equation. Oh, here, bet but... you aren't.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Holly. If you,
3: ever have, if you ever see any undergarments <laughs> hanging
2: anywhere on your vehicle, don't touch those either. Greg. Those are my mirror underwear.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure this woman was just like, I've been doing my laundry in the sink. I'm just drying my clothes. And the truckers are coming by, like, hey, what's going on here?
2: Oh, how did we get here?
0: <laughs> Summer.
2: Thanks to Wayne and Janice Daniels for introducing me to Yellowstone. It's not as good as Longmire, but Kevin Costner (laughs) is handsome as ever, and it's fun to see those gorgeous Vistas. Kevin Costner is keeping it right and tight. The next morning, I sent out an email to family and friends telling them about my travel plans, such as they were, and asked if anyone had suggestions or a driveway I could spend the night in.
4: You know that lit people up. She was like, I've already gone. Yeah, Nobody late. can stop no me. I'm, do- I'm doing it. So if you have a suggestion, <laughs> I'll take it. But otherwise, I don't want to hear anybody's crap about the decision that I made. I'm an adult and I do what I want.
2: I'm wearing kitchen gloves. It's totally safe. (laughs) Yeah. I was truly touched by the outpouring of responses I received. If you ever want to connect with old friends, buy an RV and let people know you're on the way. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I do love that her niece, though, was like, what are you doing? Get home. She's so pissed.
3: She has made it into my side of life, which is I always would rather ask forgiveness than permission. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> like You know what I mean? Like,
2: just do it. Just make it happen. Just
4: hang those panties. I
2: think it was sweet that she, like, texted them and asked them. I would have just shown up in someone's driveway and be like, okay, if That's I'm here for, like, a minute, I don't need it for long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. I got an email from my dear friend Pat Finnegan, who invited me to park at her townhouse in Gulf Shores, Alabama. Pat and I co-taught at South Junior High our first year out of Stonehill, and we've kept in touch over the years.
3: These are my favorite things when you get, like, the details and, like, backstory and history of someone's life. It's like, you never... And, and you
4: the know- best is when you get these letters, you're, you're like, who? Where?
3: I don't know. I like, do I even need Pat's last name? Like, I... It's, I, know. It's, I know. And you know most of her inner circle readers are like, okay, Pat Finnegan? I guess so.
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Pat and I enjoyed a delicious, socially distanced dinner of penne with homegrown summer vegetables on her back patio, and had a lot of laughs catching up.
4: Sounds delicious. Probably didn't need that detail.
2: That does sound really good. I love when meals make it
3: into the entire year newsletter. Like we know about a PB and J in a Walmart parking lot. <laughs>
4: and a is penne newsworthy. with homegrown vegetables. Yeah, I like.
2: It doesn't. It didn't need to make it into the letter. But I feel like if people took out the unnecessary details, there just would. Be no letter there's no there's letters, no letters.
4: There's just no letter
3: <laughs> yeah and let's be honest washing down a PB&J with red wine <laughs> I am
2: down for it I'm Mwah. here just for it. hell yeah
3: absolutely
4: you people are trash <laughs>
2: yes Other memorable stops included my college friend, Sarah Karen in Hilton Head, South Carolina. Here we go. (laughs) My sister-in-law, Gretchen Campbell in Savannah, Georgia.
4: Here's another name in another town.
2: (laughs) Oh, I got more names. And my cousin, Denise Paul, and her husband, Bob Gillian in Asheville, North Carolina.
4: Well, she did the tour of the South and named a bunch of people we don't know.
2: (laughs) Just when I thought I would never leave the East Coast, my niece, Melissa, emailed and asked if I would like to stay with her and her family in Athens, Ohio. Melissa is a microbiology professor tenured at Ohio University, and she and her Uh, husband Gage, an IT analyst for a major tech company, recently welcomed their third child this past August.
3: Congrats. For some reason, I always think that like when somebody says they're a microbiology person, it sounds like a fake job. (laughs) I'm like, nah. Says the girl who did not know how COVID worked and wore rubber gloves.
4: (laughs) Exactly.
3: (laughs) Hey, (laughs) but I know about panties in a parking lot. I'll tell you that right now.
4: Holly's, Holly's tenured in, like, in street and vice knowledge. You're a tenured professor of vice.
3: <laughs> also, it, I guess there are a lot of microbiologists in the world, but for some reason, as soon as somebody says... <laughs> I know, I know, but
2: right now, you say microbiology, I'm like, I call bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. With the new baby, her two oldest, Matt and Lindsay, about to begin the school year, Plus, Gage having to continue to work from home, Melissa was in need of an extra set of hands for child care.
3: Oh, they're trying to recruit her to come be their nanny. Oh, yeah. This is yeah, not just like but- a
2: parking lot invitation. This is like, we need no. you in the home. <laughs>
3: Gage sounds like he could be on Longmire or Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I happily said yes. I quarantined for two weeks in nearby Lake Hope State Park, wonderful amenities and very peaceful and then joined their family as Nanny and Marie for the next several weeks.
4: Wow. Wow, this is very selfless, I'm impressed.
2: Zoom schooling provided many challenges, but I was impressed with how Matt and Lindsay's teachers rose to the occasion. Thanks to Zoom's chat feature, I was able to privately message them tips and articles to <laughs> strengthen their classroom management skills. Oh, yes!
4: Can you imagine being a teacher and just it's like, wait, who's chatting me? This is Melissa Engage's Gage's kid. Who is Anne-Marie and why does she keep sending me tips on my teaching? On
2: how to do your job. like
4: Totally. It's
2: already hard. It was a gift to spend so much time with Matt and Lindsay. Matt is an old soul who introduced me to the pleasures of... The Floor is Lava, <laughs> and the Amelia Fang series, while Lindsay spends happy hours with her many Lego sets.
3: Wait, Lindsay is a toddler having happy hour over some Legos? She's just getting hammered in the afternoon after her <laughs> Zoom class. Oh yeah, happy
2: hours. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Kindergartner, kindergartner, happy hours. My time with Melissa and her family came to an end in late October when Gage's mother Nancy relieved me of my nanny duties. Yet Athens, Ohio, had one final surprise left in store. Melissa's neighbor, Terry, had been feeding a stray cat who had roamed the neighborhood since late spring, perhaps the casualty of a college student unable to financially commit to pet ownership. <laughs> she a I, love, I know very I de-
4: love the details that she comes up very with.
2: detailed speculation when Terry realized I was preparing to leave she left me a sweet note asking if I would consider providing the cat with a more permanent home I surprised myself by saying yes Whoa! I opened the door of the Sunseeker and the little fellow who I have since named Rip Wheeler after my favorite character in Yellowstone.
4: <laughs> she loves Yellowstone. Hopped
2: right in. Rip Aww. has adapted quickly to RV life and is wonderful company on the road.
4: Oh my gosh, only, just this woman rolling down the road with her cat and her sun so seeker. so
2: cute, although only downside, she has to have a litter box in an Ew, RV now, I driving around with doo doo. I am such a dog person. I, like, me as too. I was reading that, I was like, you gotta like let the cat out to go to the bathroom. How do you make sure it doesn't run away? I just didn't even, like, no, no, the litter no. box didn't oh. cross my mind. Yep,
4: just don't hit a bump.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this letter finds me and Rip Wheeler at Sleeping Bear Campground in Lander, Wyoming. I wanted Riff to see his namesake's homeland (laughs) and like to think he enjoyed the visit.
4: (laughs) The cat gets out of the RV and is like, oh, wow, Wyoming immediately gets eaten by a coyote. (laughs) Uh,
3: You want me to look at a vista? I'm over here smelling an old turd.
2: (laughs) We have meandered through our beautiful country with plans to reach my sister Gina's home in Palm Desert by the new year. While 2020 was not what I expected, I am grateful for the many connections with family and friends that it has offered me. Wishing you the joys of the season, Anne-Marie Campbell.
3: Oh, I love her I absolutely love her and Ashley, Greg I feel like do you want to all go in on a Forest River Sunseeker? I mean that might be how we ride out the rest this of this is how. Pandemic. This is how
2: we take It's a Wonderful Lie on tour we're all just
3: getting in an <laughs> RV Oh yeah We like trick it out with all the audio equipment we just open up the side doors and like have big dream. outdoor shows
4: No
1: cats allowed
2: The dream
1: Well there you have it Hit the open road and ride into the sunset like Kevin Costner with a feral cat. And maybe if you stop for some Christmas shopping at Walmart, try hanging some panties from your side mirror. See what happens. It's a Wonderful Lie is an audio Chuck original. Created and executive produced by Ashley Flowers. Produced by and featuring Holly Laurent and Greg Hess. Production assistance by David Flowers. So, what do you think, Chuck? Do you approve?
0: So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. The
2: living room is where you make some of life's most beautiful memories, but your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant high-performance furniture from Ashley Store is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley Store's high performance sofas and recliners are soft, comfortable, and easy to clean for more mess and less stress. Shop the life resistant high performance furniture in store or online at Ashley.com. Ashley for the love of home.